0: I, I, I started the, the uh, scene out with marker guys' bingo cards starting it right out. I, I forgot to remove a topic starting the show out. Marker bingo you, cards.
1: Bro, what are you <laughs> How wearing? How dare are you? <laughs> There's so much yellow. What are you wearing?
0: Uh, Me? He's rapping, bro. Repping. I'm wearing my alma mater. Go Panthers, University wow, of Northern it. Iowa.
1: You had me worried, bro. I was like, are you wearing a Lakers hoodie? Come no, on.
0: No. You know, one of the
2: top see like the number 1 draft pick came from University of Northern Iowa.
1: Number 1 draft pick in what?
2: Running back.
0: Football. Nope. Which one? Are we talking David Johnson? Johnson? Yeah,
1: Who? the Cardinals. David Johnson oh the card oh yeah but it's cardinals
2: man <laughs> <laughs> But he was still number one draft pick
1: yeah I, was that was that before or after they had another really bad season that required them to draft kyler murray from ou
0: hello and welcome uh, to next nothing a podcast for <laughs> gamers on a budget i am your host danny k with me as always <laughs> the wonderful the beautiful the mr green elite how you doing green
2: I'm doing fantastic. I can't complain. I have literally I have zero fucking things to complain about today. Like nothing. I'm damn. home by myself. I had a decent day at work and I had mac and cheese for dinner. <sighs> I'm like living the fucking bachelor life. It's insane. It's great. damn. Damn. I'm
0: yeah, jealous. I'm a little jealous, too. Fuck. Be jealous. And with you could us, could die mad about it <laughs> with us, like 95, 99.9% of the time. It is the powerful, the beautiful, the revs fan Padre. How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing fantastic, man. I, I redid the skirting on my house today. So I'm like, I've got that like kind of like productive exhaustion right now. Um, oh, we also like replaced all the steps on my front porch and everything. I'm like, dude, we, we like went at it. Um, I, I, the only thing I have to complain about is some idiot on TikTok telling me I shouldn't drink bottled water because it's wasteful.
0: Just remember, he's making you money right now.
1: Yeah, I just keep I keep baiting him into commenting on my shit because I get paid for that. Nobody (laughs) has to pay a dime except for TikTok. So I can actually be proud of that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The grift is real.
1: The grift is real. Yes.
0: So the green is people. (laughs) So, uh. Before the show starts, I want to say that we appreciate you guys for joining us this week, and we appreciate all of you guys who watch and listen. Um, we have a little bit of housekeeping to get out of the way. First, we did not make our fifty like goal, so Green, what are we going to do about that?
2: Uh, we're going to go ahead and try it again. You think you, you, think you can? Uh, you think you can make me play a horror game? I don't think you fucking can.
0: I really don't we'll think do. they fucking can. I mean, nah. they they didn't want it enough last week.
2: Yeah, so we'll extend it for this week. If this uh, YouTube video, if you're watching on the YouTube video, if it, this video gets to up to 50 likes, I will play.
0: Was it Dark Fracture? Dark Fracture Prologue. prologue. Yeah, just the prologue.
2: And uh, let me I just I want to break this fucking down for you. Like, I hate horror games. Like, I don't think you understand like. I'm overweight and out of shape. My heart I can't love handle that
1: shit. Watching you play them, though. It's oh my god!
2: Horrible. I fucking it's hate so it. Hard. So, like, th- this is some real incentive here. Like, this is this this shit is real. Like, I could I could physically die on stream for this for you for you the people
1: for the so, people
2: for the people. It's I just
0: <laughs> I just imagine basically. Like a Roman Coliseum in green being like, we salute you, you are about to die.
2: <laughs> or like, I get a jump scare and I'm just in the trailer. Like,
1: eh. <laughs> so you get a jump scare so bad instead of just dying, you full on like go ring like the, the girl in the closet the ring. <laughs>
2: like, is, is he dead? Should someone call someone? No, oh, it's fine. Leave him there.
1: <laughs> no, I'll just walk some ride chips under his nose. It'll wake him up,
0: <laughs> right? Um, so, yeah, if this uh, YouTube video gets 50 likes, green will play dark fracture
1: prologue. You guys got a want it,
0: the fractured but you guys got to want it. You got to really yeah, want it. You, you got to really tell your friends. you
1: got to really, gotta want, really it. want it. Like you, you can't really just want it. it. You have to like really want it.
0: Yeah, because like, here's I, the thing.
1: If you make it happen, if you make it happen, then, then if you, you get to have that in the archives of the internet forever. Yeah, I
2: still have to post the last time I played a horror game. Um I'm working on getting a YouTube intro made.
1: Um I'll make that but, I'll make that YouTube YouTube intro for you tonight if you upload it.
2: I watched it, like watched it like, over uh, like when I was trying to find clips for it, and like I was both hysterically laughing at myself and also scaring myself again, trying to find the clips for it. So like, it, like, like I don't think you understand how much I fucking hate horror games. Like, dude, it was so, it
1: was so funny watching. You were so shaky. It was like you could physically see you were sweating and fixing to cry. It was so amazingly fun to watch. And then, uh, like, yeah. if you
2: haven't played the demo yet for uh, what was it, locked up, locked yeah. up demo? There's like these two ghost ghoul thing sitting in chairs while the baby is crying in the other room and like to this day all i can think of is why did they not get up and take care of that fucking crying baby
1: i will say this the crying baby gave me anxiety watching you play i was like oh i thought we were gonna have like a dawn of the dead moment with a you know, oh my God. little zombie ghoul baby
2: and i had just eaten before that stream too and like <laughs> it gets to the part where there's like blood and like a baby cradle and i'm like I I thought I was gonna be
0: sick. I'm like Ugh. So <laughs> I hate to I hate to end the this conversation early, but we do need to get through some other stuff here uh for uh <laughs> for some, oh, we yeah. do need to get through some stuff here for uh, more housekeeping uh, if you guys do miss any part of the show you guys can find us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts and everywhere podcasts are found we do have a question of the week this week and there's a bit of a caveat this week and that is that we are doing a giveaway in time for Christmas and the question of the week is who in your life could use a free game uh, someone who loves games but maybe couldn't afford something this year because of the uh, pandemic maybe somebody who uh just really could use a pick me up this holiday season um go on ahead and in the comments of the youtube video this is the only way you're gonna be able to get entered is in the comments of the youtube video leave a comment and tell us why uh who who you know who could who deserves a free game and why um, and five five commenters will get selected randomly and they will get a game and they will have and they will get a game to give to their friend. Or their loved one who deserves that free game. So once again, if you want to get entered for this chance to win, we'll announce the winner next week, just in time for Christmas. Who in your life could use a free game? Let us know in the YouTube comments. We'll select uh, five random commenters. And they will uh, get a game for themselves and a game for that person that they mentioned in the comment. Um, Also, the bingo card the bingo card Don't yes look about
2: the bingo card bingo card yes oh, e- i will post in the chat i'll post the, the 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 twitter link in the chat for the live show here in a moment um but if you get a, a straight line bingo um from what week did we start that i think we started think it, it 2 like,
0: weeks ago
1: yeah i want to so, say it was 2 weeks yeah
2: um i'll i'll get the official date here in a minute um but any episode past that point like at that point and then past so like going forward from that point um if you get a straight line bingo uh, message me on Twitter with the bingo card and the timestamps I will personally send you a ten dollar steam card you can use it for whatever you want
1: you could use it to even get like the new killer and dead by daylight
0: exactly yeah so lots of options for you guys to win some stuff here from us hope we we wanted to give back to you guys and you know especially around Christmas and hope that you guys um, can can use some free games because that's about is, all we can really give you guys. <laughs> it is the season of giving. Yes. And we are here to give you
2: all the loving.
0: Yes. And uh, we can give you guys some reviews as well. Green, are you ready to oh, review yeah. this game? Yeah. All right. So yeah. uh, Green Elite and I yesterday played a game called Sector's Edge.
2: That's Mr. D. U. you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> please i'm a that's mister <laughs> show mister. me some respect um don't call me a mister that's my father's name <laughs> so sector's edge is a free-to-play voxel styled first-person shooter uh it's developed by varicidum varicidium and rocket skeleton it's currently in early access and it was, was released on october 30th of this year Anyone that might be interested in the game, there are some minimum game requirements, and that is Windows 7, 64-bit or newer, 1G... I'm sorry, I'm, I think I said uh, 64-bit or newer, and I'm not 100% sure on the 64-bit part. Uh, Green, can you verify that for me real quick? If it, it requires uh, 64-bit operating system?
2: Um, okay, yeah, 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 one second. My bad, I feel like a no, jackass no, no, for... I, no, I
0: was quite un- unprepared,
2: but it's okay. I'm Bush I'm okay League. Team
0: um, <laughs> um see it you need so windows 7 uh one gigs of ram uh an nvidia quadro fx uh, and it needs one gig of available space on your hard drive the game is multiplayer only so you'll need a broadband internet connection as well um i would basically describe this game as halo meets fortnite it has a uh clean sci-fi aesthetic if not maybe a little uninspired uh with an, with a destructible environment and building mechanics um
2: okay did, so what was this what was the question
0: um what's the operating system does it need to be 64 bit or is it
2: it just says windows 7 or or newer okay I don't so think it specifies the bit no it's not specifying the bit okay. just windows 7 or higher i would assume 32 like Thirty-two would be fine I mean that thing looks like it can be run on a potato
0: oh yeah yeah.
2: if it requires a a GTX 960 or higher or NVIDIA Quattro FX 1700 I mean that's for a minimum that's a potato
0: yeah it's it's a very light and well optimized game Mm -hmm. um kind of getting into the nitty gritty, some of the more technical stuff, the game does have a full and functional menu. Uh, I didn't notice anything out of the ordinary with the menu. Everything worked. Well, um, it does have an accessibility mode, which can let players select the outline colors of their enemies, friendlies and party members to be custom colors. So if you're colorblind, if especially if you're, if you're red, green colorblind, um, you can change that stuff around. So it's things, so you can, uh, discern those things better, which thumbs up. That's a nice addition. That's also something that I'm like, Hey, at least they're paying attention. They're putting the thought into the game. Um, I think that's a great sign. Um, the game currently has six maps, three game modes, and the steam page says that it's, um, supports building of custom maps. Grin and I only got our hands on two of the game modes and we're only able to play a couple of the maps. Um, The two team, uh, game modes that we got our hands on, there's a tug of war style game called breakthrough where the two teams would have to go capture some divide, uh, some zones and you'd like capture zone one and then you'd go capture zone two and then you'd fight over like zone three. And once you captured zone three, you could go capture zone four. But if they captured zone four back, then they could go back and capture zone three. And you kind of played until um, you got all of the zones. Um, The other mode was called salvage and you basically fought over um, a like device that spawned on the map and it would spawn once it was depleted. It would move locations um
2: yeah so essentially domination just with only one point
0: Mm-hmm. yeah um i don't think there was anything else that we played right like no that's all.
2: that's all like
0: i mean uh i, I think that was all that was
2: allotted to us with what the servers that were filled with mm-hmm. had yeah like i mean i'm sure we could have gotten into a a server that was empty and played but that wouldn't have been as fun
0: yeah um, the game has plenty of weapons, in my opinion. It has a rail gun, an LMG, an assault rifle, a rocket rifle, two plasma weapons, uh, a revolver, a pistol, an SMG, and a couple others. Like, it has a pretty wide selection. And the thing that I like is that it, um, it doesn't have, like, an unlock system for weapons. Everything is accessible outside, uh, right out the gate. It works on, like, a point system where you can have, I think it's 15 points or 16 points and you can't exceed that. So like the LMG is worth five points or six points and the, some perks are worth points as well. There are perks and it all adds up. So you have to stay within like a certain perk parameter.
2: I think it was 15.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, so the perks I mentioned, uh, they let you, some of them like let you move faster, take less fall damage, increase shield and a few other effects. Um, there are uh, also, um, like I said, there's also like a Fortnite mechanic. There's a building mechanic in the um, game and you can save uh, custom builds in an area that you can pull up uh, in and place down using resources that you can extract from the map. Uh, You can place like quick build those structures. So it's like in a In like your spaceship, you have like nine squares that you can build. I think it's like a five by five, three by three area that you can just build these quick structures so you can like quick build stairs or like a little bunker or a wall with like a hole in it. So you have like little murder holes. Um, (laughs) Murder holes. (laughs) Yeah. Or like or, you know, some other barricades or something like that that you can use to kind of like to affect the map. Um and then so yeah, it's all like on one like the the it's all on like one tool, and you just use like your ZXC buttons to change between like placing down a block, destroying a block, and using like your quick build. Um as I alluded to before, the game is super well optimized, it runs really smooth. Um, I didn't have any issues running on my rig at all. I don't think my rig broke a sweat playing this game and streaming.
1: Full disclaimer, he's got Mm. the oldest rig of us all.
0: Yes. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, by the way, I only need my CPU and GPU now for my my new rig. But yeah, I have the oldest rig (laughs) of all of us. <laughs> what's that
2: yeah I, I said weird flex but okay i'm just waiting on a cpu for my my new stream pc yeah and i'm an
0: itching so bad
1: but anyway <laughs> I ain't um doing, i do anything
0: <laughs> so yeah the game runs really well like there's no complaints there um one thing i did that we noticed right off the bat was the game has a really really low player base which i i'm hesitant to bring up because in a review, that could be a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? It's like, oh, I as a I, I don't want to be like the person that's like, oh, it it like the game doesn't have that many players, blah 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 blah, and then discourage somebody from playing because of that and making the problem worse.
1: Yeah. Now this game looks. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and interject real quick. Like everything I'm seeing and hearing about this game feels like it really deserves a bigger fan base. Like it looks in. I mean, dude, I'm telling you right now, it looks like almost a perfect amalgamation of Halo and Minecraft. Yeah. yeah, like almost perfect. And I'm watching this this video, and it's just like so smooth. And yeah.
0: video, by the way, is courtesy of uh, Blue Drake Forty Two. So guys go do, i mean I don't know if he really needs my help, but he's a great youtuber um does he develops his own games as well he talks about a lot of stuff go check him out um for sure um but so back to the player base situation uh with this game um we saw barely a hundred people playing. On the server, and there's a there's a there are plenty of servers that to accommodate a a decent sized player base. Plenty of servers, mm-hmm.
2: like unnecessarily lengthy amount of list of servers. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, um, and like a hundred people is barely enough to fill three to five servers for it, yeah, and I they think had the, way I more. Think there
2: was, yeah, six servers that were active mm-hmm. when we were playing, and that was like with two servers, like three out of 16 players. Yeah. yeah
0: um so i imagine if you're trying to play outside of a region your server is going to of your region just because it has more people you might have a rough time again i i and i'm hesitant to bring it up because i don't want that to be a, like a discouragement for people to play because i think the game is good and i think you should check it out but just be warned that the player counts are pretty low for it but again, I I'm in two minds about it, and I'm trying to. I think I'm doing a little too much hand ringing here. Uh, Green, I think I covered everything. What are your thoughts on the game?
2: Um, like I I like the game. Um, I mean, especially for a free-to-play game, it's extremely optimized. I I think it's more of like a Minecraft-esque rather than Fortnite. Um, but I. I honestly the biggest complaint i have is probably the ser- you know the server amount versus like actual player amount um the time to kill is really very like really quick like uh most weapons were like two or three shots are dead uh, so that that may be something um you know if you're looking for something with a higher ttk or you know, it feels like you're not dying instantly um you know, that might be something you know to think about um for me i felt like this game essentially was a glorified um uh aim practice or like a like a um like a uh, kovacs um which is not necessarily a bad thing like it it, it especially with it being free to play and being so optimized that you can play it on anything um it's a really good option rather than going to like clunker um or you know, actually playing Kovacs, where you can like actually get that movement down um, and practice your aim before you go into like a competitive uh, style game, like you know, Call of Duty or or uh, Valorant or something like that. So I mean, it's uh, like the game itself is fun. Like, I enjoyed it. Um, honestly, it's it's really just that player base for me. Yeah. Hmm. Um, the menu was fantastic, too. What's that? The, the menu was very diverse.
0: Yeah, like the menu, the, um, the UI, everything is like super well done. Like for a, a free-to-play early access game and some of the other games that I've reviewed that would be kind of in direct competition with this game, this game does a lot of really good things that you would not expect out of a title like it. And from what I understand, it's a pretty small team that's working on it too. Um, sorry, I'm adjusting some things here. Uh, again, I think the game is a great pickup, um, especially if you're running a lighter or older rig. Um, but there is like a little bit of work that needs to be done. And this is just kind of some of my criticisms that obviously the game is in early access. It's been out for barely over a month. Um, the first thing is, is that the ambient noise is pretty meh, barely better than a white noise machine. Um, there's like a desert map where there's just like a constant wailing wind, yeah, like a so, like a whistling uh, wind, yeah.
1: One of those kind of sounds like a maybe like a stock like a stock audio type thing. Uh huh.
2: Yeah, so I I turn that like pretty much all the way down, and then like the one one kudos I had to say is like the audio wasn't overly insanely loud. Mm-hmm. Like usually when I put a new game up. I have to like turn it like down by like 25% or lower. Yeah. This one, I think I dropped it down by like half, which mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, it's still a lot, but like not as bad as other games.
1: Yeah. Right. So, Call of Duty. <laughs> right. Right. Whenever you load into that cold. thing, you still get that like in Warzone, you get that little inkling of that like full blast audio right at the beginning yeah. of the Infinity Ward thing.
0: Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. It, it, um,
2: which Cold War did better because they like the when you open up Cold War, it is silent and i fucking love that
1: they're like they were they were complaining it was too loud we're just gonna shut that shit shut down
0: that down <laughs> yeah um the levels the maps are pretty static and stiff and i understand that there's a building mechanic and you have to like just be able to destroy things or whatever else i think the best way for them to handle that maybe add some um add some elements to the, um, add some elements that kind of like add some dynamic lighting or animated in some way. I don't know how well or how that's going to affect the optimization at all, but maybe a little something, you know, um, that like pulses a little bit or, uh, has like, just like a loop, like an, Animation loop of, you know, like it looks like energy just makes or things feel through. more like
1: vibrant or alive. Uh,
0: yeah, exactly. Because yeah. everything, everything just feels static and stiff.
1: Um, have you, uh, have like, you mentioned anything character? in their in their like comments or community page or anything? Because I know a lot of early access games they they monitor those pretty closely. So that may be something to to mention in that that portion of the the Steam page. Yeah. Um,
0: the, I mean, this is the first that we're publicly talking about it, except for our stream last night.
1: Okay, um,
0: and then my other thing is, is I don't mind the destruction mechanics, but getting caught on terrain can be annoying. I don't really think there's much they can really do for that. That's just me being nitpicky and kind of bitchy um, and uh it's i mean it's it's kind of a feature of that mechanic, I guess, right, where hey, that dude wasn't paying attention to how he was running behind him, and he got caught on shit. I'm just saying it annoys me, <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> Don't necessarily cater to my whims on that. But that was just my other gripe. I'm like, Jesus, like some of the geometry gets so fucked up, you can't move.
1: <laughs> Which that could be that model. could be a thing they fix like going going forward.
2: Mm-hmm. The character models seemed really, really thick, like to me. Like almost Robloxy. Well, yeah,
1: that's because they kept hearing you talk about Loba, bro. They were like, we, we got to keep up. Yeah, we need to make them thick.
2: The thicker, the better.
1: <laughs> that is one thing I actually noticed in that video is they did kind of look Roblox-y as opposed to like Minecraft esque. They looked more Robloxy, like because it was like the the armor around your character bulked out instead of just kind of going straight down.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. Which I mean, not necessarily bad. Like, like I get the aesthetic. It just I didn't really care for the aesthetic. So that that's more of like a personal preference.
0: But yeah. Um, other than that, I think it's definitely worth picking up. One hundred percent. Try it out. Get your friends and like get your friends to try it out too. Especially if you have friends who, um, maybe don't have like a full, like or a really great rig. Maybe they're stuck on like a gaming laptop or something or like an older laptop. Definitely try it out.
2: I'm, I'm sure onboard, uh, graphics from like the Ryzen five, like the new Ryzen five, could even handle this. Oh yeah. So- i think so too like without like a dedicated graphics card so i mean if if that's something that you have i mean it's always worth trying
0: yeah 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 um so i think that's going to do it for sector's edge any other thoughts questions opinions we wanted to get out there
1: all right while y'all were talking about it i went ahead and added it to my steam library because i mean with it being well optimized and super easy to run and I just, it just—it feels like it deserves some exposure because I think if you can get more people on board to do the early access, like testing on it, then you can get more people, kind of say, you know, like different points of views on on what needs to be fixed, what needs to stay, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah,
0: um, I think we can move on to our next topic here.
1: Rev, and what would that be? Tell us about Sears Isle. Sears Isle. Okay. I'm gonna preface this for the longtime podcast listeners. Y'all might remember, you yes, I'm from the South. Y'all might remember I covered a game once upon a time called Across the Grooves, um, which was a, a an interactive graphic novel, is what they called. It. It's kind of the same as a visual novel, which is like a dating sim, but it was like a lot a lot more uh comic book-esque in its animation. And it was, you know, the one about the the record that could send you back in time, you could change choices and stuff like that. Well, uh Full disclaimer novabox the uh, the developers that made that also provided me this key to Sears Isle. Sears Isle is set up in a very similar way. It is a interactive graphic novel, but the storyline is way different okay so i'm going to just kind of read you the synopsis real quick and then i'll go into a little bit more detail without trying to spoil anything because i think this game is 100 percent worth picking up um a group of shaman apprentices step set foot on the shores of a sacred island to be initiated to magic as they progress through the wilderness looking for the seers their spirit guides they realize they're not alone who is this strange horned woman first time i ever read that i thought it said horny I was very mis misled. I'm making sure that doesn't happen for you guys. Who is the strange horned woman they're seeing in their dreams? Okay, so going to go ahead and start it out. You do play the part of this mysterious horned woman. Uh, you don't know that at first, but it's very short after that it becomes apparent that that's who you technically are. So, you uh you, you go along influencing the choices of these characters. And it's one of those games. uh, If you'll notice in the video here on the screen, for those that are watching on YouTube or watching live right now on Twitch, uh, you'll see four little icons at the top of that, that page. And it's just like on across the grooves where the decisions you make, you'll see those icons light up, you know, one or two at a time. And those will affect the decisions ultimately that lead you to whatever outcome you get. Now, apparently there are several, I went for a specific one, but It was very, very well written. It had an amazing soundtrack, the same as across the grooves. um, But this one followed like more of a a mythological uh, fantasy style, uh, you know, in the past. It was like, I want to say they they described it as like a, an alternative fantasy medieval Northern Europe uh, type of area. It was amazing. Now it's very, very simple to run. You know, it's a, Heck, I had the, the deal pulled up here. You could run it on a potato. You know, it does require 64 bits on the Windows 7, um, but you can run it on an integrated or dedicated graphics card as long as it has 512 uh, MBs of VRAM. And then it does need four gigs of RAM. I don't know that it would necessarily actually need that, but they did set that as the minimum. And then the processor, is just a two gigahertz processor. It's su- it's super simple, but it was such a good game. I, I loved everything about it. Um, the decision-making everything I mean, the, the character work was absolutely well done um i can understand why this has an overwhelmingly positive review on steam um i there was one uh, there's one thing i did not like there was a character named duncan who had pitch black hair and blue eyes i could not stop calling him my chemical romance But that was my problem not the games um but aside from that yeah it's it was very well done it was really cool how they kind of the showed they showed like the influences that these different villages, that these you know shamans in training, came from. Like, there's this one. Her name is Arlen. She's from kind of a sea, like more of a seaside type of uh, type of village, and she gets to discussing like cuttlefish and you know octopi and all this. And like this other girl who's uh, who lives in the mountains in her village. Her name's Freya. You know, she has no idea what she's talking about because everything's like still kind of segregated, you know, type of thing. Uh, but it was it was really interesting. It it actually takes place like right about the onset of Christianity in Europe because all of them are pagans except for one who was sent by the the uh, they never say like Christian religion, but they do say they reference the the temples of the the one and only God, uh stuff like that, very, very Christian heavy. Uh but yes, the story was amazing. The fact that it's so replayable because there are so many choices. And I think it took me like three, well, two streams in like an hour. So, I mean, to get through one playthrough, if, I, if there's not a stream distraction, you could probably get through a single playthrough in roughly, I would say, maybe six hours. But there are so many different possibilities that you can go about and try to change that it, I, I couldn't begin to tell you how many times you could play through it. Um I would say it's an absolute recommend. I believe it's what $12.99 on Steam. Um if visual no- if you like like the visual novel graphic novel type of games play it. This is not an in- this is not like a, an endorsement of any kind. I was just provided the key. They're not paying me to say this. I just really enjoyed the game. Um I actually have their their they have another game that's a little bit older called Along the Edge that I also have on the dock uh for for later. But this one was absolutely fantastic.
0: Yeah, and since you mentioned the price, I do have the uh Steam uh, Steam DB here says that the lowest price recorded for this game was $8.70 USD. Uh that's a 33% discount. I also checked um their his- sales history for the last uh 6 months. Uh the last time it went on sale was Wednesday, November 25th, 2020 for $9.74. It's a 25% discount. Um and it and seems you- like it kind of goes on sale for about 25% off every few months or so. So it might be worth waiting to pick it up on sale.
1: Yeah, and and, and they also do, uh, they bundle. Like if, if that's your style of game and you can feel yourself kind of getting into these things, you can actually do uh, the Nova Box bundle where you can get all three games. Uh, it's discounted at like 10% off of like the cost of all three of them right now. But I'm sure that bundle actually goes on sale from time to time too. Um, I mean, heck, there's probably, what, another sale coming up here close to Christmas, more than likely. Um, more than likely. Yeah, you'll probably see a drop in it. Uh, if, you, if you can pick it up on sale, especially if it goes on sale often, do so, you know, just to save yourself a few, you know, a few bucks. But yeah, I I would recommend it. But then, then again, I am also the kind of guy that likes to play stuff like, gra- you know, interactive graphic novels, visual novels, you know, random indie games and stuff like that. Um, you know, if your primary gaming uh, is, you know, first person shooters or, you know, roguelikes or something like that, you know, this may not be your your cup of tea but it's definitely a fun little sit down kind of mellow. Like the vibe of the whole game is very mellow and chill and relaxing. Like even when some of the intense stuff happens in the game, there's no like, you know, rise in the music to get like real hyper, you know, it's very, very low key. So it's, it's a great, like just sit back and just chill kind of game and see what kind of outcomes you can get based on your decisions.
0: Yeah. Um, And I just pulled up the what like platforms it's available on. If anyone was curious, it is on Nintendo Switch, uh, Windows, Linux, Mac OS and Macintosh operating systems, which I'm pretty sure is just Mac OS
1: brian yeah uh, i'm not surprised that it's on that it's on switch because i'm pretty sure uh, across the grooves was on switch as well whenever i went to it and i'm I'm assuming all they'll put all their games on switch if they're going to be that style because they're but if you if you'll notice actually um a lot of the games that i cover that are these like you know these kind of like obscure indie games a lot of them are available on switch even if they're not available on xbox and playstation like the nintendo switch has become a very indie friendly uh um console like uh just one brief example. Y'all remember when I covered Adventures of Chris the the game I tested out at DreamHack Anaheim? Got to meet the developer and talk to him and really get to his his like his vision behind the game and everything. Um, it was like that '90s cartoon style. Uh, it went to Switch on release day. It's on Switch and those are, it, Switch and PC are the only two platforms it's on. I, I'm surprised they're not on like Android. You know, I mean, that's what I was going to say. They should. They they could easily port these over. Now, granted, I don't know what the demand for a game like this on mobile really is. You know, because I don't know if people get on mobile to really play games like this. But you never know. It depending on the cost. You know, the the, the cost effectiveness of it. I could see maybe they're being a, maybe they did like they could have done a uh, what is that thing called a uh, something study. You know, like cost where you actually analysis. Well, like like whenever you get a whole group of people in a room together and kind of ask them questions. You know, what is that? It, uh, I, I can't remember what they call it. You know, like they do it for like ratings on TV shows and crap, you know, like on Bruno a focus, when showed his a focus group, focus group. That's what it is. Um. Yeah. They could do like a focus group and, uh, and maybe they did something like that and realize, Oh, maybe it's just not, you know, conducive to put it on. And, you know, it's not like practical to be on mobile, but it, I mean, it would run on mobile easy. It's just literally pictures with choices. Yeah. <laughs> I like, I like the pictures. I like the pictures, Paul.
0: Yeah. The art is very stylistic i like the art it's very well done
1: i love that's one thing i love about nova box games because across the grooves have the same art style you know that same like it looks like you're actually looking at like a graphic novel not just like a an anime style dating sim type of thing you know like like a doki doki literature club or some other random game like that it, it looks like you're literally looking at a a comic book you know and and i like that i love it and, mm. the, and it I know green actually stopped by for the, across the groove stream for a while. And he heard like the really cool music that was with it. The real, like kind of haunting well, like, music. Yeah. It, this has a, I think they got the same artist. The, the voice sounded the same. So it was probably the same musician. It's probably just, it may be the developer for all I know. But so the, the music was once again, just absolutely breathtaking, like in this weird haunting way. I loved it. Everything about it. Awesome.
0: Uh, anything else on Sears Isle that we want to talk about?
1: I did have one more point that actually kind of confused me. It's a, it's a short one though. Uh, When I covered across the grooves, you could tell by reading, uh, reading it, that the, that English was not the initial language that it was written in. Um, It was, you could tell there were some things in it that seemed like broken English. That was not the case here. It was weird. It was weird. It's because it's an old, I mean, I don't know if it's something that maybe they went and fixed in, uh, across the grooves later or something, but in Sears Isle, the English was perfect. It was just like any other English. So Mm. I, I, it was confusing to me, but aside from that, that's that's probably about it.
0: I I wonder if between the difference between the two games, the time difference between the two games, because this was released in September 2018. Um, I wonder if maybe it has something to do with a different translation and localization team.
1: Maybe, yeah, because I mean, this one was, you know, across the grooves was June of 2020. Like I covered it like right after it came out. Um. And so it could be a combination of maybe it could either be that or like I said, maybe that, you know, whenever I played it, it had the other one that had just come out. Maybe they just kind of got the game out there and maybe went kind of fixed maybe some of the dialogue later because you would you would think something like that would kind of be easier to go in and just fix because you're just like erasing some dialogue boxes and redoing them. But yeah, it's just a patch. Easy patch. And so it, 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 and they may have, I haven't played across the groove since the first time I played it, maybe worth going back and looking at again. Cause it's another one of those games where all of your choices could end up ultimately uh, altering the entire game. So it may be, it may be worth doing. Um, I did see that Twitch integration is coming to all of their games. Um, they tested it out. Uh, apparently it went well. So I think they're going to do a full implementation, which I think is kind of cool. You know, you, you stream it with your friends and they kind of help you pick and choose your choices along the way.
0: Cool. Anything else on, on Sears Isle?
1: No, nope, that is all I got.
0: Excellent. Well, uh, why don't you go on ahead and tell us about the new Dead by Daylight update? Oh,
1: let's just roll this momentum, right? Okay, so the new Dead by Daylight killer uh is the twins. Technically, I guess you could say it's the new Dead by Daylight Killers. Um I I didn't really look too much into their lore other than the fact that they were conjoined twins that went through a real hard struggle in like I don't know, like little after medieval Europe or something you know it was like it was they were from a long time ago or something like that and so they uh you play as Charlotte and Victor um and Charlotte is like the big you know the big body she's the full body well Victor's like a conjoined twin that pops out where a titty should be and here's what's cool about it though you know like all jokes aside it's actually really It, it they were fun they were fun. a lot of people complain about them but I had a blast using them her movement speed is a little slow for my liking but her reach in her attack is really good but the but she supplemented in her slow speed by the fact that victor actually jumps out of the body and you can control him and, and so you got this like little demon baby running around the map after people and if you use victor uh to attack a fresh a fresh survivor that hasn't been damaged yet he just rides him he like jumps on their back just sits there and keeps clawing at him and he's like screeching and this is where i actually laughed really hard when i played because there it was so glitchy. Like you'd see them running around and Victor would be like four feet from their head, just flying through the air around them or something. It was, it was insanely bad, but it was hilarious at the same time. But uh, if you attack, use Victor to attack an already damaged survivor, they go down and you can keep running. You can keep attacking people. So like, you know, the the strategy, if you can, is, Hack all four survivors till they're damaged, set Victor on them and dodge or, and take them all down. Because another really good thing that Victor does is whenever you drop somebody and you switch back to Charlotte, whoever's near him, you can see their pulse, you can see their heartbeat, so you can find them. They're not just like, you know, they can't crawl away before you can get to them. And so it's very revealing. They kind of honestly seem a little OP because they have a couple of abilities um one of them is uh it'll, it, i can't remember the names of all of the all of the perks but one of them actually allows where if you go and damage a generator if there are other generators that have been worked on it can regress up to three other generators so it's like you damage it and three others can be damaged at the same time and start regression um they have you know one where because whenever victor gets ready to pounce he can't just like attack like a normal killer whenever you go out as victor you have to load up a pounce and actually jump on him and normally Victor lets loose this like shrill screech when he's getting ready to pounce, which of course the survivor can get alerted to and just kind of juke him. Um there's a there's a a a um, perk that allows that not to happen where they can't hear it. And I found that actually to be very beneficial. I didn't get to go, you know, get to, didn't get to progress too far because I was just playing, you know, the one night of of DBD. But I I I really like them. I think they're gonna end up having to nerf them. Uh, the new map is as uh, very killer-friendly, in my opinion, because it's kind of open, but it's also in the middle of the day, which there are no other maps that are just, like, bright like that. So you can see. It's it's really easy to see. But hands down, the 100%, and nobody will ever change my mind on this, best part about it is that the survivors can stop Victor. And the way they do that is they deliver a swift-ass roundhouse to the side of that baby's head. And it is hilarious to watch. I watched somebody do it like while controlling Charlotte I walked up and I saw Victor stand there. He's like this tall. He's only I mean yeah. he's like they just so as
0: you mentioned that by the way they showed it on the on the gameplay.
1: <laughs> nice. But yeah, they do. They saw I me, mean, dude. It's so fun. I was I, you know, I was acting like piss off. Like, Leave my little brother alone. But they do. They just run up sh- back kick the shit and it's so funny. But whatever that happens, Victor goes down and he rematerializes you know with a cooldown where back where titty should be. Um And it 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 is kind of weird leaving your you know leaving your body in one place while Victor's running around another. Uh, I did one time actually utilize that to my advantage because I I made it look like I was using uh, (laughs) it was kind of rude, but I made it look like I was using Victor because I sent him out, but then I brought control back to Charlotte and I just stood there. I didn't move, and whenever I did that, I had some little shithead people trying to come over and like teabag my not like not moving body. I just went to swing Went to swinging on all of them. Cause they thought I, they thought I was controlling Victor cause my body was just standing there. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a, it's a really interesting combination killer. Cause you know, you never really, you, you don't have any other killers that can do that. that can separate. You can control two different people. Um, sometimes, you know, every time I, I, it's kind of weird. This is the first time I've actually really talked about dead by daylight on the show. But one of the things that always comes up, um, whenever I hear that a new chapter is coming, cause they've been releasing killers left and right is like they can release these new they keep releasing new killers like when are they going to run out of like kind of abilities you know like when are they going to run out of things that that could be unique to a killer because as it stands now there are some licensed killers that have some very similar methods like you have the the, the pig from saw the saw franchise her uh face from scream and michael myers all kind of have a similar feel feel. The only difference is Michael Myers can't like crouch. You know, they, they all have kind of this like stealth kind of you know thing. And hell, uh, well, and even pig, Michael Myers. Oh, go ahead. Well, the pig has the traps though. Yeah, the traps are yeah, the traps, traps are very different for her. Yeah, yeah. they and those are amazing. I love using those, but but like like they all kind of have that like stealth pouncing kind of deal. Um one that really strikes me as like being so very similar is Michael and Michael Myers and Ghostface have a stock ability. It's almost like the exact same stock ability. You sit there and you stalk in on somebody, and whenever you zone in, if you get them 100% zoned in, you can one strike them and knock them down. And that, you know, that could become like, it, what? Where? Where do you draw the line of it being different now? Uh, because one of the rumors coming out of the you know out of the rumor mill was that they were eventually going to add uh, the xenomorph. And I'm like, how? How? What? What abilities can you really add to the xenomorph that would make it not just a reskin version of the Demogorgon, you know, stuff like that. Uh, but they, they, they never stop. I mean, they, they keep surprising me. They didn't, I mean, they keep doing it. You know, they added pyramid head. He's got like a whole slew of new stuff. These twins are absolutely fantastic. I, I love to use them. The death slingers probably my favorite aside from the clown, obviously. And it's just, I, I don't know. It's, they, they, they continue to surprise me. I'm actually really intrigued to see what comes next. Cause they, I think they just released back to back, um, original characters and usually they stagger original and licensed so we'll see what happens i'm really i'm pulling for candy man with the remake of candy man coming out with jordan peele as a survivor fingers crossed but we'll see what happens
0: <laughs> yeah so the way that they do this right is dvd base price is like ten dollars right
1: Double uh it kind of changes. From, I mean, it changes quite a bit. But man, I, I think it goes on sale more than almost any other game that I play. Mm-hmm. You know, like I mean, it it goes on sale a lot and for inexpensive. But now, that being said, yeah, I think yeah, right now it's twenty on Steam, which I okay. think might be its base base price actually. Uh, uh
0: you're right, and it regularly yeah. does go on sale. Um, the lowest it's mm-hmm. been is sixty percent at, uh, at seven ninety nine.
1: Yeah, see, that's so cheap. But but you do also got to remember that literally. Every new killer that comes out, you have to pay for And it's not just a killer. You get a survivor to new map and all that stuff. But, you know, they had every in almost all of them are $6.99 each time. But those also will go on sale for like half off a lot. Like I picked up all of them uh, whenever whenever they went on sale for half off. I went I went and uh, picked every one of them that was released up to that point that I didn't already have. And I think at that point, all I had was the clown. Like I even picked up the ash versus the evil dead one. And I, I don't even play survivor. But like usually, so the way they'll price it is usually they'll price it kind of conducive to, or you know, compared to what you're getting. So like one DLC won't equal the price of another because, like for instance, the Ash versus the Evil Dead one's four ninety nine base price, but all you get is Ash. Same with Ghostface. But then you go up to the Stranger Things one, and it's eleven ninety nine, but you get two survivors and the Demogorgon. So they do they they keep them staggered pretty well, where you actually get what you pay for it. It's not just a baseline price, but they do. Those things, those DLCs go on sale all the time. But if you're trying to buy, you know, the entire, God, the entire game, start to finish, God, I couldn't, I couldn't even begin to add that up right now without it being on sale. It can be, it can mm-hmm. end up getting real pricey if you're not careful. Because like right now, um, probably you're I mean, you have the uh, the Silent Hill bundle, but that comes with seven different. DLCs plus the base game and it's 50 bucks and there are way more than seven dlcs so it's just you know you gotta i don't know you gotta like weigh you know weigh what you really want but that's that's another cool thing you don't have to go and buy these like massive bundles of like all of these new characters you can you can pick and choose and it doesn't affect the gameplay for others you know like uh what was it back when you used to have to buy map packs on call of duty if you didn't have a map pack you didn't get to play with anybody else to add those map packs, you know, obviously. But like say I go and buy you know a binding of kin. It come with a new survivor as well. And somebody didn't buy that. I could still hunt them as this killer, they just couldn't use that survivor. And we could even use the same maps because you don't necessarily the maps just get integrated into the game, they don't become part of the purchase. So that's that's kind of cool. But I, I mean there there's a lot of ways to kind of you know still make it a very, very affordable game for yourself. And then you can piece mm-hmm. it together, piece it together over time. Yeah. You know? So some here and there.
0: I haven't played DVD probably in about a year, over a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and you and I were talking earlier in our kind of our pre-show. There's a battle pass system now, right? Or something similar? Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's called the Rift. Um, it's a pretty it's a pretty sustainable one. Um, you go and you buy. I think it's like a thousand or shards, which I'm pretty sure is ten bucks, just like any other Battle Pass. But it, it becomes pretty self sustainable. And there, but unlike a lot of other Battle Passes, where you do have to use those same currencies to buy like cosmetics and stuff like that, you can just turn around and and save them because most of your other cosmetics and stuff are actually you you use iridescent shards or or some other form of currency within the game. Cause we just, re- we found out there, there are like six different in game currencies now. Um, some of them are seasonal. I did find out uh, in my, in my research. Cause I'm not like too in depth in it yet, but I'm starting to get more and more as, as I keep playing it. Cause I'm really enjoying the uh, kind of the difference that you're seeing in some of these new killers, like the blight, the one that came out before uh, the twins dude can ricochet off trees and shit like a pinball and beat people down with a cane, you know, and drool all over them. That's, gross and hot and cool at the same time so real um, quick
0: uh someone mm, mentioned in the chat dead by the Light with all the dlc is 168 dollars and 76 cents
1: woof see that's USC. A, see, that's a that's a lot of money thank you for doing that math for us um but but like i said you can they go on sale for like half off or more all the time so you can like pick and choose you know like you know, get the base game at, at half price and then maybe like two or three DLCs of killers you want to try out. And by the time you get bored with those killers, they'll probably be on sale again. You can just get new ones after that. You know, it's because I dude, I think I paid probably only like a grand total of 60 bucks for everything I paid for. If I if I had to put a real realistic dollar on it and I, I have everything in that game, even like the stupid outfit DLCs that don't even matter because I don't play Survivor. <laughs> like, I was like, just in case, just in case. They're on sale. Let's get them. You know, they were like three bucks or two bucks or something like that. I I, want to see them come out with like an, an ultimate bundle though. That's Mm -hmm. what I want to see. I want to see an ultimate bundle where you can save money by buying the complete game. And then, and everything that comes with it, not just like a few here and there the most recent ones. Um, I haven't seen that bundle happen myself. Maybe it's something we'll see in the future, but I, it's going to be harder and harder the more they add. Yeah. Oh, Hiccup.
0: Um, Okay, anything else on DVD? Because I'm looking at our time. We haven't gone to break yet. We probably should go to break and, and uh, move.
1: Green? I've said pretty much bunch everything I needed to say.
0: That's
2: all I got. Alright. Game sounds mortifying as fuck, but okay.
1: Oh bro, it's so you, much fun.
0: Did I ever buy I know I bought DVD for somebody. Did I buy it for you?
2: No, I, buy I it bought for it
0: myself. About. I just haven't opened it up.
1: Ah, oh bro, it's fun.
0: Maybe we'll do that you for a game night time.
1: Yeah, I should play with Zebo sometime. It's fun. Ooh. You can do kill your friends.
0: Yeah, let's get a the kill same. your friends together for Zebo.
1: Let's do it. We can, we can even do like a role playing thing. I've been trying to put that together for a while.
0: I'm down. <laughs> All right, guys, let's go to break here and uh, stay right there. We'll be back in two ish minutes. And uh, stay frosty. Stay
1: classy, San Diego.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh hold up one second. I'm I'm losing my mind. Boom. Showtime. And we're back. Welcome back everybody. Hello.
1: Hello. Did you hydrate? Did,
0: did, so did uh <laughs> guys, quite possibly the biggest game of the year is coming out this week.
2: Oh, yeah, the- possibly. Yeah, we'll We'll, we'll see. see. We'll see. <laughs> I'm I'm just waiting for it. This I think thing. we
1: should I think we should delay this part of the podcast.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> we have some unfortunate news here at C D Project Red. Uh we're gonna have to delay another three weeks due to some shipping and COVID.
0: Yeah, right. So um <laughs> We're sorry. We're sorry. A lot of we're people have been sorry. hyped on this game. Green, you got some release information for folks who
2: Yeah,
0: uh punk.
2: Twenty seventy
1: seven. Take it away.
2: Uh, it's coming out on Friday. on the On the tenth. So, well, Thursday, right?
0: Thursday is the tenth. Right? Yes.
2: Thursday is yeah. Okay.
0: Correct. I, I I am I'm slowly, at least losing my mind. At least it is here in the United States. Yeah, in
2: the U.S. Uh, release date of uh, Thursday, December tenth. Um, you can still get the PlayStation Four version for forty nine ninety four on Amazon. Just a heads up. Um, it is back up to the pre-order price of 59.99 on on Amazon and practically everywhere else. Uh but for any of those who are living under a rock, uh Cyberpunk 2077 is a open world futuristic uh oh, like it completely free choice style game. Um, it's really hard to explain, uh, like what all it entails. Like there, there's so much customization that they're saying that you're allowed to do. Um, you basically you are an outlaw um, who can enhance their body with uh, robotics and stuff like that um, for your, per your player experience. Uh, I know that Keanu Reeves is in it as a character. Um, that's pretty much all I've really seen it. A lot of people are excited to play this game. Um,
0: there are some with, preliminary reviews out right now, too, yeah. from you, who you would expect, like Kotaku, Polygon, PC Gamer. Yeah. Um,
2: Which is ironic, because on I their do. website, on the CG Project Red website for this game, it says it has, it has been nominated for 200
1: awards. But if right. the game isn't even out yet. You know what's ironic about hearing that, too? Like, I don't know if you noticed, Danny, you probably looked at some of those reviews. Uh, they're not overall like massively favorable. They're just like kind of like middle of the road, slightly favorable on a lot of them.
0: Yeah. So there, performance wise, there's been a lot of um, complaints because the DRM that's been used to prevent leakers uh, affected the performance of the game pretty hard. There's also some bugs and stuff, some things that you would expect not to be there for in a polished product. When it's been delayed. Um, that's, yeah, especially when that has been delayed so mm-hmm. many times. There's also a lot of controversy around the game right now, which I. Being 100 percent honest. The controversy around it. Anyone who hasn't touched the game has no right to say anything about it. Personally, Um, you haven't you have you don't know what the game is. You're only taking the opinion of some of these journalists. and reviewers and influencers. And how hyperbolic are they being on some of these con- on some of these controversial,
1: controversial things? Exactly.
0: Um, I see. I've seen actually this is something that really kind of stuck in my craw was uh, CBJ said that gamers are angry about it. I'm like, who are the fucking gamers who are angry about this?
2: Exactly. Right. Like,
0: the game doesn't come out for another 48 to 72 hours. What gamers?
1: That's why Metacritic had to put that fucking. Uh, uh, was it? 72 hour block on reviewing new games because mm-hmm. these influencers and these websites are causing people to bomb games in in their reviews before they even get their fucking hands on or even see any gameplay.
2: Yeah, Shit, they this uh, Monster Hunter movie, uh, people are like bombing the, the game, the review reviews on the game because of the movie that's,
1: why you, yeah, that's, that's was, why you don't that's why you don't take true. reviews man you take them with a grain of salt yeah people are assholes man they tr- they try to ruin stuff without even seeing it like in and, and real quick i'm gonna go on a brief tangent and then i'll pull myself right back in but let's talk about the monster hunter movie thing while it doesn't look great i will say the initial posters and you know tr- and stuff like that and the original trailer with it showed like machine guns and all that. Sh- I was like, oh come on, you know. Like I was already pissed. And then the next one came out that showed like there was some kind of weird thing. that got thrown back in time, and it kind of went back to actually showing all the monster hunter stuff with like the kind of more um, what's the word, uh, archaic weaponry and stuff like that. And so that right there, in and of itself, says you cannot make those preconceived notion judgments based on a poster or a trailer or just what somebody else said because you need to be a human being that can form your own thoughts and opinions.
2: Take Anthem for example. When it first had the, like a trailer teaser, it looked fucking phenomenal. But that game was poop. So I, I just had to play the reversal there. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, like it could look fantastic and then be shit games. I'm like, you'll definitely get like a full review once I actually play this game.
0: Yeah. In so. I can I just be honest real quick about what I think is going to happen with this game? I think it's been hyped up so fucking hard. I think we're gonna experience a Fallout Four. Do you guys remember when Fallout Four was coming out and everyone was just fucking hard on for that game? And I'm currently mm-hmm. playing Fallout Four. It's decent, but everyone's just like, this game is gonna have. Like, I remember one, specifically one meme. It was like, you know, games ten years ago, and it was like a burger with like pickles and ketchup and buns, and then it's like an EA game, and it's like the game is the patty, and then like DLC. And cosmetics, and that's like the the burger was like you know now like all the pieces except for like the it patty. was all
1: segmented. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I remember that meme.
0: And then it was like Fallout Four, and it looks like it's like a triple patty deluxe. With and what we ended up getting was a single patty with got a McChicken, bro. <laughs> got a McChicken, <make> right? <laughs> and that's what I feel like is gonna happen here. Everyone is just hyped up this game, and CD Projekt Red has allowed the mythology of this game to kind of take control and. I and don't think it's going to meet a lot of people's expectations.
1: Yeah, especially now especially if there's issues with uh with polishing mm. with this many delays, you know? It's like people are like you cannot live up to that hype. Like you yeah. set yourself up for that failure. Like you said they allowed Green. this mythology to build.
0: Mm-hmm. Green, mm-hmm. what were you going to say? You you said it sounded like you had oh, a counter. I said, I said well and
2: the, and then they got Counter Reeves.
0: Oh, then they it's got Counter Keanu- Reeves. Well, my my counter
2: is like I don't expect this game to be bad simply because it's CG, uh, CD project, Project Red.
0: I can't speak. Yeah, and and don't say so, and, and don't take that game. as me saying it's gonna be bad. I just think yeah. it's gonna Same. be It just can't live up. That's yeah.
2: It's like this, uh, picture, like the perfect example would be Anthem. Everyone was looking forward to Anthem. Uh, then they delayed it by almost what, a year. Yeah, and like it was a completely different game from the game that they were initially teasing. Completely different. So. I'm hoping that they're sticking to what they've what they've said with like the the whole open world concept, you, you know, completely customizable. Uh, the you know the what they've shown of like initial gameplay um, looks good, so I'm hoping I'm hoping that the story is actually going to be there, because um, especially with it being a single player game, if it has a fantastic story, that's what's going to pull people in.
1: See, the one thing that I've seen, like the one consistent negative I've seen in the reviews of the game so far, and this is, again, just coming from the reviews, is that it has a weak core narrative. It doesn't have great storytelling. Like that's those are two of the things I've actually seen on three separate review uh, review sites, which is like which is kind of a bummer because that's what you need for single player games, you know. But again, again, those are just reviews. We don't know.
0: Yeah, a yeah lot that's of the, for us to decide. A lot of the reviews I've been seeing are more cultural than they are any technical game reviews, which is not is not an invalid way to to review a game. I just find it a little odd that everybody, everybody, uh is taking that cultural perspective. It just and it makes me wonder how hyperbolic it is. But it's again, a hard
2: M game,
1: too. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah you get to customize M. your peonies and veginis, dude. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, I mean, where's that where's that line of like, hey, this is like this is a uh, you know, this isn't meant to be a super serious game. This is meant to be raunchy or hyper violent, like like the South Park games.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: The the South the South Park games are meant to be offensive. Mm-hmm. So like like where is that line? And like uh, is it something like a like Huckleberry Finn where like the parents want want the the book banned because it says the n word. Well, if you you know understand the book and that it, it, it is in fact a, a farce, and like it's showing like what is wrong with the culture during that time, not uh, you know, being like mark twain was racist no it was him showing like making it ridiculous how the culture was of that time so people are like hey do we really look that stupid
1: like yeah you're exactly right because like that's i mean mark twain was notorious for that he was notorious for mocking the time. the ignorance of that time like like, you, like if you want to actually compare mark twain to a, a like a fictional character that a lot of people probably know uh gene wilder's character in blazing saddles very similar. He was actually ahead of his time, but mocked. I mean, he he mocked everything. He even mocked religion. I mean, he was he was a different breed. But people just like, oh, Mark Twain, Mississippi mud frog jumping around, just automatically assume it's not that. But
0: yeah. So kind of getting back to to cyberpunk. Kind of take everything with a grain of salt. I think a lot of the people who couldn't get their hands on it, a lot of the reviewers who who weren't like, eligible for the review program. Um, we'll be able to do their reviews on Friday, probably. That's when you'll probably see most of it. I would wait until next week for sure. If you haven't pre-ordered the game, I would say wait until next week to buy it. Um, especially because CD project reds, DR, uh, their NDA and their DRM, uh, won't lift until later. So you can't even get video out of the game right now. Like you just can't.
2: I'm trying to, I'm going to try to get my hands on this game Friday. If I can, um, and then you'll have a full, complete, unbiased review from Mister Green Elite on the following Tuesday. I'm gonna try. I can't. I can't guarantee it. It just depends on if my my budget is willing. God forbid.
0: I'll try to get it Friday. Gotcha. Um, anything else on the Cyberpunk release?
2: No, no. Yeah, that's all I can think
0: of. Okay, we got a bit of news for you guys. Do you mean delay that news for a little bit? <laughs> Are you being serious? No. Oh. Um, <laughs> maybe. Maybe. So it could be soon that to play your Xbox games, you won't even need a console or a PC, guys. Instead, you might just need an app for your smart TV. Um, in an interview with The Verge, Phil Spencer, the head of Xbox at Microsoft, said this. Quote, I think if you're going to see an Xbox... I think you're going to see an Xbox app for smart TVs in the next 12 months. I don't think anything is going to stop us from doing that. What we used to call a TV was a CRT that's just throwing an image on the back of a piece of glass that I'm looking at. Now, as you said, a TV is really more of a game console stuff behind the screen and an app platform and a Bluetooth stack and a streaming and a streaming capability. Is it really a TV anymore, or is it just the form and the function of the device that, we're, that we used to have around our TV consolidated into the one big screen, and I'm looking at it? He continued, uh, the amount of compute ca- capability in my home has increased with the number of streaming signals that have come in, not decreased. I think gaming will be one of those things as well. End quote. So basically for like your Roku TV, your Samsung Smart TV, maybe the Apple TV app, um, you could potentially see a, an uh, an Xbox app for your Xbox uh, X Cloud, Project X Cloud streaming. Green looks annoyed. It's going to be
2: Xbox Stadia.
1: No, no, no. I'm going to tell you what it's going to be. I, I can tell you what it's going to be. They're not going to, they're not going to try to ha- have you running games like destiny and, and halo and stuff like that. on. It's going to be for smaller games. It's going to be like, like what they're doing with Android right now, like mm-hmm. with the, with the Android stuff, they're going to put the ones that are like capable for the device. Like it'll See, be, that would be, I, I, f-
2: that would be fucking feasible.
1: Yeah. You know? I think, I think that's what they'll do. It seems like, it seems like since they kind of withdrawn from the, the actual console wars and expanded into the PC and Android realms, um, Bro, like they're making smart moves. Like they're actually oh, yeah. doing like like smart stuff. They're not just like it's like they're not cash grabbing, you know, they're actually making long term investment moves. Yeah, they have to be it, really that remains to be seen, but
2: yeah. They just have to not. be really careful about the whole uh streaming games, especially mm. the, that are require an extremely fast latency between like input and the actual in in-game movement.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh don't market this towards competitive gaming like you know Halo Infinite multiplayer, Destiny 2 at PvP, right, uh, you know, Call of Duty, like that shit ain't gonna work. No. Not not until like I give it like ten years when the internet is like literally coursing through the 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 air at like a hundred gigs per per millisecond.
1: Like, right. And sustainable like and cancer
2: you know. everywhere.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Oh a hundred percent. You have to have that. You know, you gotta wear Good and your bad. Uh but yeah, no, I I do see them taking like this the slower approach because like look at like what they said about when they bought ZeniMax, you know, they've let people know, like, listen, you know, we're not gonna sure we're gonna come out with exclusive titles, but we're not gonna just like hold all this shit hostage away from like PlayStation users, you know, like stuff like I think they're just trying to make like long term good moves right now. Um that being said, I'm gonna actually try out some of the, the Game Pass games that we'll be discussing later on mobile this week and come back with you and let you know how those are next week.
0: Excellent. Um, there was a little bit more to the story that I wanted to mention. Um, like we already alluded to the uh, Xbox um, Project xCloud already streams uh, specific Xbox games to mobile devices like phones and tablets, and they expect that would be very similar. Um, there's also been some conversation in recent months, especially from Spencer, who has alluded to other hardware options for game streaming to TVs, like a Roku or Amazon Fire Stick. Um, which as someone who has a Roku, I've used a Roku fi- uh, Roku stick and stuff like that. I kind of like that idea where you just kind of get like this device and it basically just runs one app. Um, I do know though, and I do recall from when Google Stadia was released, how the Co- Chromecast Ultras that came with the Stadia Pro started overheating. And so I'd be worried about that, where uh, am I going to have to like be afraid of this thing frying? <laughs> But right. behind my tv um but i i overall like i really like this idea and i would actually probably be more open to it because i have this as kind of like my main as like my, obviously my main gaming setup but i actually wouldn't mind being able to access something on my tv like a um the walking dead or um game uh what's the rev what's the Sad girl emo thing. Life is strange.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Like choice, based, <laughs> like little, just simple choice-based games, uh-huh. yeah. stuff like that.
2: <laughs> do you like that that's green? What, what I needed. Yeah, I love that. By the way, um, that's why green. I want to do. I want to do a Raspberry Pi build because they're relatively like I, I mean, they're more expensive than let's say buying a, a, a Chromecast or something. But there's so much, so many more things you can do with Raspberry Pi um the oh, yeah. raspberry pi you can you can make it as like a media center as well as like a retro game console and throw emulators on there and stuff so that would be really cool to like do like a build video for a raspberry pi and like program it as both a media center for netflix hulu stuff like that um and then also have it switch over to you know super nintendo nintendo stuff like that
0: yeah, I I've thought about doing Raspberry Pi stuff too. I talked to my pops about he wants to he wants to get like a um he wants to get like a retro arcade cabinet and I'm kind of like, "You know, pops, if you wanted to build the cabinet and get the screen, I could like build the retro Pi for you and set like
1: that up and like make him like a little thing." But shh, that's there's there's some legal that's stuff with it. I just want to well. talk to somebody about making an apple pie because I have not had a good one of those in a while. Uh,
2: the best pie is pecan pie. <laughs> Wrong.
0: Uh we're we're not gonna fight. We're gonna save the pie fight for the uh after dark.
1: Uh hear um, me out, dude. <laughs> now,
2: why is
0: pecan pie the best pie, dude? Mm. Um so uh yeah, that I mean that's the Xbox app for TVs. I think it's going to be interesting. I would actually probably look at it especially if it's going to be a pretty low barrier to entry and maybe I just have to pay for Game Pass, which I can already which I would be able to access on my PC too. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, anything else on the uh Xbox app for TVs that may or may not be coming in the next 12 months?
2: Maybe possibly m- most definitely probably not, maybe.
0: No, we we good. Coming?
2: Yeah, I'm good. I'm solid. <laughs> All right. I'm, uh, just, I'm just hoping I don't make the same mistakes as Google. I like Google. Like, oh, just yeah. Don't, don't be stupid.
0: It's a little hard to make the same mistakes as Google when you see how disastrous they've been. Oh, just no family. shit. <laughs> <laughs> three years
2: minimum until Stadia shuts down.
1: You're giving a minimum? Shit, I'd wow. give it a three-year max.
0: If it doesn't if Stadia doesn't have some like real changes in the next six months, yeah. Like it's gotta have some yeah. real fucking changes in the next six months to and I don't give it I yeah, three years I think it'd be done.
2: Yeah, um, especially how much they charge per month. Like stop.
0: Yeah, it's stop. not sustainable for the amount of time and I think I've mentioned this before, the only thing that's gonna save Stadia is if they open up that technology for use other than gaming.
2: Uh, and I agree. We, I think we talked about this like forever ago when I was a guest on the show mm. is they need to switch it, like have it to where it can do like uh, graphical processing, like, uh, you know, video, video editing and Photoshop and stuff like that. Because there's people who can't afford a, a $3,000 Mac and, a, and a, 600, a $600, you know, $2,000 camera. Like a lot of people have to choose, like when they go to school for that, like it's like, do I buy the camera or do I buy a, a Mac? Like I should invest more in the camera than the Mac. I can just get a cheap laptop. It won't be, you know, the same as everyone else, but it, it's it's a cheaper route. So, like to yeah. offer that for those kind of people, that that market would be huge.
0: Yeah, it's just like uh, creating remote computing opportunities. For exactly. production companies, for like CAD design stuff like that, I mean the the opening up that technology would have been a way better option for them to like save this tech because they spent a lot on on that infrastructure. I would it'd be a shame for them to lose all that. I'm talking as if this is like some struggling company, but um, they they piss they they'd they piss that out on a week. Like, yeah. Okay. I'll well, uh, we'll just write that off. <laughs> exactly. All right. Let's talk about games of the month guys free games free deals of the month <laughs> i am to, i am talking to coworkers about like having because you know i have some golden voiced co-workers who i'm like hey like i need some shit <laughs> i need some i need you to record some lines for me i'm i would be okay with that
1: <laughs>
0: okay like so, a metal version from alex please Ooh, yeah Deals for the boss oh well, no, I'll I'm, just do that one i'm shipping it I'm shipping it I'm shipping <laughs> it <laughs> um okay, so from epic games, two games you guys can get starting on December tenth until December seventeenth you guys can pick up pillars of eternity definitive, definitive edition, and you guys can pick up tyranny for those same days December tenth to December seventeenth gold edition again, epic games. December 10th to the 17th, you can pick up two games, Pillars of Eternity and Tyranny. Seems pretty decent. Twitch Prime, until January 15th, you can pick up HyperDot, until uh, December 25th, you can pick up Spectrum Retreat, Wizard of Legend, Lost Horizon, Sigma Theory, Global Cold War, Uh, Back to December 15th, you can pick up Turmoil. Uh, On December 18th, 10 days away, so you want to get this one quick, Ironcast. Uh, Back to January 15th, you can pick up Close to the Sun. And uh, until uh, this Saturday... December 11th, you can pick up Genesis Alpha One Deluxe Edition, and until January 1st, you can pick up Ukulele. That's all on mm-hmm. Twitch Prime. Which don't forget all the other benefits you get from Twitch Prime, like a free sub that you can go use on Mr. Green Elite or Reps Fan or any of our wonderful guests. Um, yeah, let's go to uh, Padre. What's on
1: Game Pass? Oh, what's on Game Pass? Yeah, we're gonna skip games with Gold, dude. They're like, there's nothing. There's nothing there. Let's go straight to Game Pass. Oh, right. Xbox Game Pass. This is what is, uh, I, I think it's actually available as of now. Yes. Uh, as, as of now, you have access to Rage 2, Control, Monster Sanctuary, Gang Beasts, uh, some random racing game. I can't even read it on the, the console or on, on the cover. Super Mind Control Delete, Slime Rancher, Ukulele, Yes Your Grace, Greedfall. Call of the Sea, and I'm going to cut right there real quick. All of those are going to be available on Android, as well as console and PC for some. So, interesting interesting idea, playing all these on, on Android. Uh, but then you also have Haven, Unto the End, Dragon Quest XI, Then here's where the big one comes in. Doom Eternal is finally officially dropping. Uh, Valhalla, which is a actually a personal favorite of mine, and Starbound. All of these are coming to be included in your Xbox Game Pass subscription.
0: Dope.
2: Green. Do I have to really perform after that? Like, (sighs) yeah, it's like the case where like the the opener was better than the actual main main show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, PlayStation, PlayStation, uh, the the free games this month for uh, PlayStation Plus are uh, Rocket Arena. And just cause four, with with a special bonus of Worms Rumble. Worms Rumble is, I'm assuming, a a uh, battle royale style, uh, is a third arena based 32 player cross platform combat game. Uh, just cause four, uh, open world sandbox experience game. And then Arena, Rocket Arena is a three v three shooter with dynamic maps, thrilling game modes, and ever-growing roster of diverse heroes. So, uh, those are the three PlayStation Plus games that are free for the month of December.
1: We'll say uh, Worms Rumble probably worth the pickup. A lot of people remember Worms WMD from back in like 2016. A lot of fun, goofy game. Worms getting a, uh, I heard they were getting a. battle royale but i did not know it was coming this quick That's i don't think cool. it's
2: i don't think it's a battle royale
1: um just kind I, of a would, big combat game
2: yeah it's saying real time arena based 32 player cross platform combat uh with a variety of fan favorite weapons like the bazooka and shotgun across game modes like deathmatch last room standing i guess i, I maybe possibly a uh, battle that, royale yeah. style so i mean yeah uh, I mean, that might be a, might be an option for people to pick up. Um, I haven't turned on my PlayStation in forever, so I'm, I'm, I'm probably not going to pick it up. I might. We'll see. It'll be something I'd probably play in my living room with my second PlayStation 4
0: that is now obsolete.
1: Lol. Lol. um
0: I didn't check Humble Bundle. I think they just had a sale... um let me double check. We are a humble bundle affiliate. Um, so just keep that in mind. If you guys, um, make a purchase through humble Bundle using our link, uh, we do get a portion of that. Uh, we do get a portion of that purchase. Um, let's see, let me double check and see what they have. I forgot to do this before the show. Uh, even though I've been promoting some of our humble bundle links in different groups with different folks, um i think like, i ain't gonna, gonna tell you it's
1: there you go look for yourself <laughs> it's like you go look for yourself and buy something but use my code yeah use my oh, code.
2: yeah they have a they have a uh cyberpunk book bundle
0: yeah well so cyberpunk i don't think a lot of people know this it's actually it started out uh, its life as a TTRG, RPG like dungeons and dragons um so you can get uh and there's some other media around it too
2: that's metal as fuck. I'm
1: not going to yeah. lie. I mean, cyberpunk's essentially a genre at this point because of movies mm-hmm. like blade runner and games like observer mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, from blooper team. It's, it's like its own thing now. Kind of like steampunk, you know, same yeah. thing. Diesel punk is even its own thing. Now it's like, it's crazy. Yeah.
0: Um. So they do have the expand and explore. Uh, pack right now it gets Starpoint Gemini warlords, Stellaris galaxy edition, and more. It um, had nine items for a value of $213. It, let me open it up real quick and double check and see how much um, it, how many games are actually on it and what they're going for right now. Um, if you pay $1, you unlock three games. Um, if you uh, pay more than the average of $6.24, you get all of the games except for the Stellaris. And if you pay $10 for the whole pack, you get everything including Stellaris. And that all benefits the Red Cross.
2: The gold Um, edition of Assassin's Creed Odyssey is 75% off. It looks like all of Assassin's Creed Odyssey is 75% off.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Uh, One thing, if you don't mind, I would like to add about Humble Bundle real quick. mm -hmm. Um, I I find it funny that they decided to go ahead and do a big royalty-free music bundle, uh, given the current (laughs) controversy of all the DMCA stuff. Um, It does only have 16 hours left, so anybody watching the YouTube video, uh you're probably too late, but they do have a whole deal of like a whole crap load of royalty free music and mm. it goes to um to, goes to the V Foundation and the Prevent Cancer Foundation. Mm-hmm. Comes with a crap load of music.
0: Yeah. Um, which I we actually made two dollars and fifty cents on um because I promoted that into a, a certain group. Um <laughs> yeah. That's what's up so yeah that's what's going on there i did just post the um in the live chat uh anything else guys that we wanted to mention any deals obviously always keep your eyes out for for free games guys always and if there always. are free games if you do see free games and it's like a limited edition thing send us a message we'll we'll post about it send one of us a message we'll post about it for sure 100 yeah uh we good to go uh wrap up the show here
1: i think we're good to wrap her up man All right. i
0: think we can Green. Go on ahead and tell yeah. the folks what's going on with your channel.
2: Um I'm not going to say much. I am going to say that I have an announcement coming up soon. Um like this week soon. So be sure to keep out an eye out on my Twitter. Um it's a it's it I mean it's big. So like big 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 like big. So I mean you can catch out on my Twitter. Uh Twitter's at Mr. Greenlee. Um, you can catch me on my my Twitch channel, uh, at of course Mr. Green Elite, and then I also have all my other socials that are practically under the same name. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it.
0: I can't believe you forgot to mention it.
2: Uh, what did I what did I forget? What what did I do? What did only I do? Fans. My OnlyFans, my OnlyFans. Yes, I legitimately have an OnlyFans now, which is also at Mr. Green Elite. A legitimate OnlyFans, um, so yeah, ch- check that out. Some saucy stuff was coming on the OnlyFans
1: pod. Butthole GTFO. Hi, I'm Rev. You may know me as Revs Fin on uh, Twitch, but you can find me literally anywhere else at Revs TV because of a Norwegian priest claiming it, like on Twitter, I think. But uh, coming up on my channel, starting tomorrow morning on Wednesday morning, I'm going to be uh, playing blasphemous. I actually have like a full-time stream schedule now that um, it puts me like streaming in the mornings a lot. Uh so Mondays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, and Sundays, I stream at like 8 a.m. every morning central time. Uh and that's where I'm gonna do my story driven games. And then Monday and Wednesday nights I'm going live at night, uh typically doing like multiplayers or special event streams like Zeebo's Funhouse and stuff like that. Uh so tomorrow I start Blasphemous. I was gifted a copy of that by a friend and I am Super excited to play it. I've been wanting to play it for a long time. Uh and if we actually get to finish that soon enough, I'm going to go into a game called Fury that also looks really interesting. But tomorrow night, Apex with the Boys. If anybody wants uh if uh, anybody uh wants to be a part of it. The only thing I got going on other than that is on Tuesdays I have the Next Nothing podcast. A Saturday is for the kids. Uh but yeah, that's that's all I've got really going right now. Dope. Uh
0: coming up on my channel, um, Here on the stream side of things, probably, uh, probably be playing some fallout four. Um, not quite sure what else I'll be playing. Um, yeah, uh, coming up on YouTube, I'm still playing not for broadcast. I have plans for another video, um, that I'll probably be recording this week, uh, to go up on the YouTube channel as well. And otherwise guys just follow me on. Um, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at uh, Danny K D-A-N-I-E-C-A-E oh one thing I forgot to mention is that this week um, starting tomorrow through Friday I will be filling in for Ned on Air on the Nerdy Notes feature on Rock When Await. Uh, so listen to Rock When Await or follow Rock When Await, uh on their social media page to hear me talk about nerdy shit for about a minute and if you live in our listening area Listen in at 5.20 p.m., 8.20 p.m., and 6.20 a.m. the following day, and you'll hear me talk about nerd shit. Otherwise, um, guys, don't forget to answer the question of the week, and remember, we are doing a giveaway this week. Um, And the question of the week this week is, who in your life could use a free game? And uh, in the comments of YouTube, go on ahead and tell us who that person is, why they deserve a free game. And you and your friend will automatically be entered to win one of five pairs of games, right? So you comment automatically enter to win. We will randomly select, uh, those five winners next week. Uh, but you have to comment on the YouTube video and we will send you the steam key for your game and the steam key for your friend. So going ahead again, the, Uh, question of the week is who in your life could use a free game? Answer that get entered to win. Uh, other than that, guys, we hope that you guys got the value out of this show that we strive to bring you. Hopefully you guys got some good purchasing choices, uh, in mind and hopefully you guys got all the value out of this that you needed. Um, we sincerely appreciate you guys for watching and listening. Make sure that you guys do check us out on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are found. If you missed any part of the show, tell your friends, like, subscribe, ring the bell. That's all wonderful stuff that you guys can help support us, uh, help, uh, you guys can do to help support us. Um, on that, guys, anything else that we need to mention?
2: I think Rev has something to mention.
1: Oh, wait, does it, does it have to do with a certain heated beverage?
2: It may have something to do with a very fine heated beverage. Okay. Yes.
1: Okay. This is something I did. I did want to mention. Completely spaced on it. Uh, I have partnered with uh, a good friend, Buns of Bread, who uh, we have started uh, our own custom coffee company called Grampian roast, a small batch of coffee. Uh, Grampian is like a, a place out in Scotland, and it's also like the name of the street he lives on or something. But uh, <laughs> um, the Zebos Manic Morning Blend has officially been released. It has. Available for shipping, labels and all. Go to Etsy and just look up Grampian Roast, G R A M P I A N, to get you some fine, small batch roasted coffee. My personal blend is a part dark roast Thai with a part li- uh, medium roast Kenyan. And apparently, it's the best one of the bunch. Who would have guessed? I know what I'm doing. So uh, if you use code RevSpin at checkout, you do get 15% off. So go get you some coffee.
0: Link will be in the description. Boom. Boom. All right, guys. Anything else this week?
2: I'm sorry. I had to pedal the coffee. No,
0: that's, I that's good. That. I, I,
2: I like the coffee.
0: We both, <laughs> both Rev and I forgot and Rev's the one that's repping it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Hey, Green, you want to be like my secretary? <laughs> Absolutely.
2: Big announcement coming up, guys. Spoiler alert. I am now Rev's secretary.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, guys. Until next week, stay healthy, stay safe, keep fighting the good fight, and bye! I love